it under 100. Folks, welcome back to the Keep It Under 100 podcast. Your hosts, Dan Slater and AJ, are here. Wedding dress guy, how are you? I am well. You know, we got, well. we got warm weather. Do we? we? This, Do it, we have warm weather? I mean, last week we thought we were going to golf and it was 25 degrees outside with a wind chill of 10. It's so just, this is warm. The weather just has to tease us a little, like a day at a time. So it gives you a day and then a week and a half straight of cold. Yeah, basically. It was 60 degrees this morning. It's now like 45 out uh, with this wind we have. Yeah. So I mean, so before we get into state of the game, speaking of the warm weather coming, what is your... I don't even know if it has to be weird, but what's your weird, anxious golf habit as as the weather approaches and your, your excitement kicks up for golf season? Like, what do you find yourself doing, like... Looking to book a tee time, like, every day. Like, every day I'll be sitting there at, like, noon. I just pull up golf now. I'm like, you know what's open right now? Can I go fuck off for a couple hours and hit nine? Yeah. Like, that... I, it's my over-anxiousness. Yeah. I guess if we're talking, like, on the course... Well, not on the course. I'm saying like just walking around your house or when you're working. Oh, I'm always like just fidgeting with, even with like anything golf. Like I'm just like going through polos, organizing those, yeah. buying just random shit. Like I have, a, I probably have like six dozen golf balls in my house. Too. I was like, I should just buy you more just golf keep balls. Keep buying them every yeah, now and then. Buy more yeah. golf balls. Like it's a weekly thing. So yeah, it's almost like uh, going to like Carl's Golf Land or Golf Galaxy. Just like it's like getting your fix for the day, yeah. even though you can't golf. Yeah, buying like, a new pair of pants. Or... I ordered a hat from Hatch, and it came the other day, and I was like, like shook the box, went, ooh, they gave me tees. There's like four <laughs> loose tees in there. It's like, this fucking... When middle golf tees. season, it's just, just so irrelevant to yeah. you, but in non-golf season, it adds to your excitement. Every little thing is Every, exciting. So I have my putting mat in my, in my office in my basement, and basically in between every meeting, I find myself hitting probably 80 to 100 putts a day at this point. And anytime I'm doing something, like if I'm just listening to a call or, you know, putting, if I'm swishing mouthwash in my mouth after <laughs> I brush my teeth in the morning, I'm either getting into my putting stance, like playing with a grip on one of my clubs, or just like mimicking a backswing, like at all hours of the day. It's, I mean, it's golf season eve. Yeah. Tomorrow's the official start. Yeah. I, I really don't. Quote unquote golf season. I really don't know how people. I would love to get the perspective of like someone who lives in like so like Arizona or Southern California and how they feel at like this point in the year. Like, do I they mean, ha- do they have an off like they don't have an off season? So do they like do they shut it down for a couple months or do they just play like once a week and just that's just their normal? I mean, for me, I think I would just play like at least once a week, at least every every week. Maybe for them in Arizona, you're probably they're probably like, all right, we have like one. The two more months of weather where it's not hot as ass yeah. at 6 a.m. Probably. So they're just trying to enjoy it as much. It's probably or flipped for them. Yeah, it's flipped. They're like they're like ready for their hot season. Well, you can still play, but they got to play at about 5, 5, a. M. In, the mo- yeah, yeah. 5 in the morning. So Which is done. perfect for me. I love playing at 5 a.m. <laughs> well, anyway. So, well, state of the game then. So is are you still stagnant? Yeah, like so we it? had a bye week last week. We okay. were going to play. True. And you were calling. I would have played. I was. You I would not played. have played. I would have played. <laughs> no. I would have. <laughs> Leading up the entire week, I'm just looking at the weather. I'm like, under, Dan, there's no way we're. You're playing. underestimating my sickness. It was a high of 25 with 25 mile per hour winds. You could have worn. We could have worn like a full on ski mask with sunglasses and been fine. It would have been miserable. Maybe. 
And, and I texted you that morning, and you were like, yeah, I guess I'm going to I Charles. thought you were serious, and I was like, all right, guess we're going. So I would have gone if you had, like, if you were like, yeah, I'm in still. Yeah. I would have ponied up just for content. Yeah. It would have been like the, you know, last off-season tea time, basically. Yeah. I, I have a feeling we probably would have been like, all right, nine holes. That's, that's enough for today. <laughs> Three. <laughs> I ended up going and did the simulator, just played 18 holes on the simulator, hit some balls. It was fine. It's just... It's at that point in the year where, like, hitting in a dome and hitting on a simulator just... I, I feel like it's not helping at all at this point. No. I need to see a ball edge. flight. I need to have some uh, club turf interaction. Yeah, but because it's if not you, working. I mean, at least for me, I think if if you're just hitting on a mat all winter, those first two rounds you're, are a little rough with uh, it, me there, fatting the ball or having a, to, like, figure out where I, went, where I need to reset my ball in the stance It's it's with fun. it. It's fine because you know you're still making swings. You're still testing a lot of parts of the of your game, but that ground turf interaction you can't simulate that. And when you're on a mat, like it'll just bounce right off the ground. Yeah, and you can hit a lot of the same shots that you would have if you had perfect contact. Correct. So, uh, good news though, new wedges are in. Ooh. Got the call about an hour Ooh. ago. New wedges are in, and new irons. First update I've got on them since December. No, I ordered them middle, second week of February. And when I ordered them, they were like, okay, the irons should ship on March 22nd. The wedge is a few days before that. So the whole time I'm thinking, okay, they're going to be here by the 22nd. March 20th, they overnighted them th- just for you? Well, no, I'm thinking they they overestimate how long they take. So I'm thinking maybe they'd ship before that. I didn't say anything. I The driver came in a couple weeks later. I called a couple weeks later, and they said, eh, nothing changed. So I called last week. I called on the 24th, 23rd, I called. Yes, I think it was Friday, right? Oh, it was Wednesday. Oh, yeah, 23rd, yeah. I called, because I was still in Georgia at the time yeah. for work. Anyway, I called them, and I'm like, hey, I'm just looking for a status update on, on my order. And every time I call Carl's, I feel like I talk to someone who's worked there for like a day. And he's like, uh... Yeah, let me let me check on that for you. I feel like he was like winking at me through the phone, like, yeah, I'll I'll go check on that. Yeah, for you. wink, wink. So he he pulls up my order and he's like, yeah, these uh, no update. These are that that time frame still good. I'm like, well, it said it's gonna ship on the 22nd, and the wedge is a few days before that. So there's no update. So did they ship? <laughs> he's like, no, no, there's there's no update. We so we might get them with the next shipment, but no update. I'm like, okay. He didn't have your file. So mid March, you on mute. Yeah, exactly. Is like I, he told me mid March. I'm just gonna reiterate that and yeah. tell him to call back in a week. <laughs> exactly. So then I got the call today, and the wedges came in. I'm like, okay, well that's great. And after he proceeded to tell me that my grips are, they don't have my grips, so I have to go buy them somewhere else and then drive them up there so they can put them on. So I'm like, all right. I'd also like to check on the last part of my order, which is my full set of irons <laughs> he's like oh, i don't see it here but i'm fairly new he actually said that i'm like great call well, me back and find out and call me back at least he admitted that and he was yeah. just gonna jerk you off on the phone yeah so a different guy called me back and he was like yeah sorry about that yeah the uh that the guy's wed- an idiot the wedges know. are here the irons will be here sometime between monday wednesday next week i'm like great took that long like there was an update somewhere in their system, and nobody knew how to find it. So, bringing the big guns. After all the annoyance, I should have my new full set next week. It's upsetting that we won't get to see them in action Saturday on our tea time. Yeah, we had eight guys. 
Right now we have six. Do you mean to find people? Possibly. Okay. I'm going to see my brother tonight. I'm going to see if Big Tim wants to play. Can't wait to clap your cheeks. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Our, our buddy Mike had a nice comeback for you. So I sent out well, our, our golf. All, I sent out sent out our golf league email. We didn't even play in league last year until the playoffs. So his sent out fallacy. our sent out our golf league email because we're starting in a couple weeks. And AJ replies with his you know his ever his ever so charming gonna clap your cheeks, Mike, in the first round of the year. Can't wait. Mike had a pretty good reply though. He did. He did beat me in the playoffs last year in a playoff hole. Well, and he came back and said, I don't know if you, exactly if you know what clap your cheeks means, but you lost at Slater Cup. You lost in the playoffs in the golf I league. So maybe that means Slater Cup so, either. So maybe that means you're gonna lose. I played him once last year. Yeah. Anyway. A lot of good matchups week one. We'll get into the golf league later, but let's so let's jump in. Last we got a recap last week. The match play was a lot of fun to watch. I watched a ton of golf last week, including being insanely hungover Saturday and watching <laughs> hours and hours of those matches on Saturday. You were hungover on uh, on Saturday? Oh, yeah. It was bad. Yeah, you got into one. Uh, so, Scotty Scheffler Scotty wins 4-3 over Kevin Kisner. Never trailed in the match. He is now number one in the world. Uh, he lost one match early in the week to Tommy Fleetwood in the in the group play, and he actually went. Well, he, so he lost one match. But uh, update from Sean Zach on Twitter. So, Scotty Scheffler, Super Bowl Sunday, no wins, and now he has three, three wins in world number one. Quickest time from first win to world number one ranking. Yep. So I got that on here too. 42 days. Yeah. So David Duvall, 532 days. I got Justin Ray, just this. Justin Ray, by the way, and uh, Kyle Porter just churning out Masters stats. We'll get, we'll oh, get into our pod next week about the Masters, but um, insane stats out there. Everything you could possibly look for. But anyway, of the 25 players that have been world number one, uh, He's the sixth player to reach number one before his 26th birthday. And he's the fastest to reach number one after their first PGA Tour win. So David Duvall took 532 days from his first win to world number one. Tiger was 252 days. Scotty's 42 days. I mean, that's just just unreal. Yeah. So going back to my uh, the Super Bowl Sunday thing. So at the time... So, what, six weeks ago, I guess? Super Bowl Sunday? 42 days. Kyle Porter. 48 days. So he had no wins. He did have $8.7 million in earnings, and he was 14th in the world. Now he has three wins and 75 starts, $14.9 million in earnings, and number one in the world. He's having himself a year. Might have to get a new accountant this year. You might say he's on a heater. Yeah. We say that a lot, but he is officially officially on a heater. He is clapping cheeks. The... uh, it's weird how a couple of wins like that quickly can change how you like view a player. Because like I think a couple weeks ago, we would have talked about Scotty Scheffler very differently if he had like lost this match, blew it in the end in uh, at Bay Hill or something like that. Because then we're like, okay, is he a is he a Tony is he Tony Fino? See, I wouldn't have gone that. I still I don't think he's any better than I thought he was three weeks ago. See, I, I think, think you're. Every, I think you're rare, though. I think that. everyone else is 
not playing very well right now, like Rom, Morikawa, even Hovland as of late. Where he's I mean, just taking Hovland's still playing really good. Yeah, Hovland still has three wins in his last. Well, I meant like, like in the last starts. month. Yeah, is what we're, over the last month. Like when Rom was number one, he's putted like shit, to say the least. So while everyone Scheffler definitely has elevated his game, I still think he's just as good as he was three weeks ago. I don't think I, I'm not gonna over. I think you're rare though. So that that kind of goes back to like the, the the quarterback argument in football, right? Like yes, Brady's won seven Super Bowls, but if he doesn't come back in that Atlanta game, if he loses by a touchdown, and yeah, if, and if they if the Bucks lose that Super Bowl to the Chiefs, is Brady any less of a quarterback? No, I no, not really. Is. It's not you know one game here and there yeah. doesn't change it, but it changes your 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 perception. The public perception of Sky Scheffler is definitely stocks there's, are rising. There's a, there's a Grand Canyon between where he was and yes. where he is now. But I, I mean, I, I've always thought he's been a really good player. He's, he's been really consistent for. The that's last, why he was 14 like, in the world years. without a win, right? Like you no, don't, I, you don't, don't get make, that you don't, don't make, get that high without being top 10, top five. You don't you make eight point seven million dollars on the tour and fourteenth in the world with no wins if you're yeah, incredibly in, consistent. In sixty eight starts. Yeah. So I saw this on uh, Golf Channel. So in major um, competitions, Scotty Scheffler in match play now in his career, not just on the PGA Tour, he's now twenty four nine and four. So the junior amateur, he was eight and three in match play. The U.S. amateur, he was three and three. The NCAAs, he was 2-1-1. One, and one. He was 2-0-1 oh, at the Ryder Cup last year. And now he is 9-2-2 two, and two in two starts at the WGC. Yeah, um, and, he, and he beat one of the better match play players in KISS. So it, that's another argument I've heard on a couple different podcasts is, is it flat out Kisner is just really good at match play, or is he just really good on this course? I think it's a little column A and a little column yeah, B. It's a, I, I mean, there are certain courses that Kiz is going to be much better at yeah. because of the type of golfer he is. Yeah. He's just not the the length of hitter that's going to Correct. And that course is only like 7,100 yards at Austin CC. But so. Kiz also has, I mean, you can see from all of like his media appearances, that he has like the personality that fits well with match play. Of like the kind of, I feel like match play you can't get too pissed off at certain things or get down. Where like if something bad goes on, he's like the light, the laid back. Right. I'm just here to golf. Let's let's swing some sticks and hit some balls. Attitude yeah. and that well, goes and a long way. And it helps when you have a great short game where, you know, you make a lot of 10, 15 foot par saves. That kind of deflates your opponent. Yeah. Um, where you think you're getting a stroke and you're not. Yeah. So just I mean, get ready for the you know Kisner Presidents Cup Ryder Cup conversation all over again where. I think everyone agrees. Kisner probably even agrees that Whistling State Straits probably wasn't the best course fit for him. No, but I mean, he want, obviously he would want to be on the team. But I think he would agree that the twelve that they picked, it, like Scotty Scheffler, was the last pick on the team, basically. Yeah, and he's going to be probably a top. I mean, he'll be player. top four in that in the standings by then. Yeah, you, you would think. Um, so, great week for Scotty Scheffler. Seeing his emotion after he won and knew he was world number one. was You, you love to awesome. see that because you know he cares. But a rundown of his last 12 events. Uh, going back to the RSM in November. He was 57th. And he was 2nd at the Hero. 25th at the Amex. 20th at the Farmers. 
won the Phoenix. He was seventh at the Genesis, won the Arnold Palmer. Rough week at the players was probably on the... I didn't check which side of the draw he was on, but he was 50, 55th at the players and then wins the match play. And yeah. he's the third person in the last, like, 10 years or something to win three times before the Masters. I think JT did it in 15 and DJ did it in 16, something like that. But neither of them won the Masters. So I worry a little, like... What's not getting into the Masters stuff yet? Because he's got... I mean, he's only played the Masters twice. He's got a decent record at the Masters. You just wonder, like, someone doesn't stay hot forever, right? Yeah. Like, Case in point, John Rahm. Right. Well, Rahm's been hot for like five years, though. Yeah, and it's now ending. Yeah. So for we'll, now. we'll get into the Masters, but huge week for him. Good week for Kisner, obviously. Um, DJ. DJ uh, had a bad, great week. Not a bad I mean, week either. I feel like, I feel as, like, I picked DJ a lot last year, and he did have a rough year last year, but I'm, like, as confident as ever in DJ going into, like, major season. Like, he seems to have found something. He played decent all week and just didn't make a thing. Yeah. Um, Scheffler's really only struck, like, the only time he struggled all week was, well, against DJ in the semifinals, he did have a five-up lead, and it got it got back to one, I think, through 15, and then ended him on 17. And then he did, what did they play, five or six playoff holes when he played Fitzpatrick in the... I think they played, like, five. There's yeah, a, so that was playoff the, holes in the blood rounds were in, great. In the group play, yeah. Fitzpatrick, another guy who's playing incredibly well and just ran into the wrong guy at the wrong time. Like, almost every other group, Fitzpatrick probably comes out of the group. Yes. But he had to play Scheffler, so... Yeah, Fitzpatrick probably wishes he was in Bland's group. <laughs> probably. Well, Bland played really good against... I think Bryson, and then just ran into a buzzsaw when he played DJ. Yeah, I mean, he didn't even play that bad against DJ either. No, DJ made like seven birdies. Yeah. So, um, you can hang your hat on that and be yeah. happy. Corey Connors, also a great week. Ball striker. Love the Canadians. Yeah. People said might like him this week. Maybe. He's a former former winner at the uh, the Charlie Hoffman Open. Sorry, <laughs> Valero, Texas Open. The Valero Charlie Hoffman Open. Um... Another weird bit of news today, but the so the first women's major started today. Uh, it used to, the former ANA inspiration. It's actually at a new course, and I believe it has a new name now too. I'm double check that real quick. But uh, Jin Young Ko had her under par streak broken. It's now the Chevron Championship oh. at Mission Hills Country Club in Rancho Mirage, California. Uh, Minji Lee and Jennifer Cupcho are tied at six under, two shots clear. So what she shoot? She, uh, she I was par wa- or? I was watching a little bit earlier. She was two over through seventeen. Okay. Had all pars and two bogeys. Just what from what I saw, I watched her three four holes in a row, and she had ten foot birdie putts and just wasn't making anything. Yeah. Um. So I mean, let's let's jump into this week, where some. Really notable players need a win to get into the Masters. Yeah, Poulter, Jason starting Day. With Richard Bland, starting with Richard Bland. Yeah, Ricky and Fowler. And your boy Rick. I just got to say, watching Ricky Fowler play in that 18-hole stretch, I watched every one of his shots today, and it's like watching a, like your favorite series where they just keep going through the same motions. Like, oh, maybe they're getting better and they're going to turn a corner, and then they just go back to their same old story. 
similar to like Shameless, like you thought Lip, if anyone would watch Shameless. I don't watch Shameless. Well, he, you think he's going to get better, he's going to college, then he gets drunk, fucks his teacher, and like crashes a car. <laughs> that's that's exactly how Ricky Fowler's round goes. Like, oh, this guy's two under through nine. Like, this, he's, he's so, got it going. It's hilarious. Double bogey. It's hilarious that you say that because I checked his score, and I'm like, oh, Ricky's two under. I bet you. I was going to go in and live bet. I was going to be like, if I had live bet that he finished even or worse, I would yeah. do it right now. He just, and the, the announcers kind of said it best, um, that, like, each round you probably have, like, three to six big shots in the round that you have to make sure you either hit that fairway or you, you hit that green. And... If you have only three bad shots in those six, you could lose four strokes on those big shots. And that's exactly what happens with Ricky. Like, if you have to hit a fairway, especially at that course, and you end up in the trees like he hit, you're, there's two strokes right there. So yeah. he's just got to, I don't know, come up better in the bigger shots and the I bigger mean, moments. I mean, it's definitely a uh, pre-major leaderboard right now. I mean, we got Russell Knox shot seven under. Uh, Rasmus Hogard, young twin the two twins that twins are on the Basil. european tour that guy shot six under and then you got a a nice mix of uh pre-major guys matt kuchar denny mccarthy scott stallings anabon lahiri matt jones let me some scott stallings he's the first one to sign the dress old jj spawn old camila vajegas mm. old doc redmond sighting doc redmond and siwoo my boy siwoo uh, my boy, Cor- well, not my boy, but Corey Connors, who we just mentioned, he is three under through 14, so a good start to the tournament. Uh, so my poor Charlie Hoffman joke is the last, so the best scores under par, best cumulative score since 2017 on this course. Charlie Hoffman's played 16 rounds. He's 30 under. Corey Connors is 30 under also, but he's only played 12 rounds. Hmm. Uh, Ryan Moore is 25 under in 16 rounds, and Spieth is 25 under in 8 rounds. He was your 2021 20, winner. And the dollar from uh, Dollars Gained Betting on Twitter, the last six winners of this tournament were 0.7 strokes gained approach or better in their last start before the event. And this is one of the bigger gaps on tour between uh, approach strokes gained approach versus strokes gained like around the greens and putting. Yeah. So basically like you don't have to putt or chip for shit. Obviously you got to make putts, right? Yeah. But <clears throat> approach shots. I mean, so you have Luke List in the top five. The guy's one of the worst putter strokes gained. Approach shots are where it's at in this tournament. So I went back and looked at some strokes gained data. I had to go back to the players because a lot of the data is not really updated for the match play because yeah. you don't have a full field playing the same course at the Correct. same time. Uh, the only one that's really playing this week in like the top 15 was uh, Adam Hadwin, who had 1.04 strokes gained approach at the players. T33 right now. So he is one of my picks this week. I sprinkle on him to win at plus 4,000, and I got a top 10 plus 350 for Adam Hadwin. My picks are might as well light mine on fire right now. The, uh, the boys aren't doing too hot, even though some of them are still out there. I, st- I have Connors actually, so Connors played really well, like yes. how he hit the ball last week. So I he's, got he's still he's at three under through fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, so I got him at plus two twenty five for a top ten. And then I took a flyer on a guy who a uh, shout out to our boy Frank who loves this guy, uh, Bo Hostler. Big Bo Hostler. He's plus a thousand for a top ten. 
If I had to like reset after watching most of this round so far today, I actually do like Lucas to to pull it out. Yeah, he's so good off the tee and and approach, and for someone who was or is a poor putter, yeah, he was making some big putts today. Oh, woof! And then yeah, you my last pick that I threw in there late that you might as well just light that one on fire. I bet Keegan Bradley plus one seventy five for a top twenty. He is T-135 right now, four over through 13 holes. Still chance. Woof. And then we mentioned Spieth a little bit. Spieth is even right now through 15. I, he, he, is not, he was not making any putts. Ricky ended up even on the day. Rory ended up even on the day. Still a chance. I, th- I mean, it's only day one, so I think you could see someone. You can be so far back, right? Like... This, but this course typically doesn't... You typically aren't seeing... There's only four guys better than four under, I guess. Yeah. So you you're don't not have see, as many yeah, You're not seeing... Pass. Typically, those scores that are higher than four under right now are the abnormal... Like, it's abnormal for this course. Right. Usually the winner's around like 12 under, I think. Yep. For the most part. How do you, how do you feel about the course? Does it, you know, pop on TV for you? No, not a bit. This, yeah, I was this, actually thinking this. This blends in with all the other weird midsummer tournaments that are like right before, right after a major. Yeah. Like, but sadly, even though it's here for us, but the Rocket Mortgage, it's like the same way. It's like all these courses, like the RSM. Yeah, but all like, these courses just blend this course together. plays tougher than like those, like the Rocket well, Mortgage. Well, you, well, you get some wind. You gotta hit fairways. It's a very, it's a there's like you can't miss. Like you, I, almost every hole you can't miss left. It's a ball strikers paradise. Yeah, like you need to be accurate in the fairway. Also, Bryson should just like sit out till he's healthy. I didn't know like the announcers are going through. I didn't see a, him play at all. Is he not healthy? He has a broken bone in his hand and like a torn like labrum in his yeah, hip. They they're saying, they, yeah, I which saw the hip it. thing you can like kind of play through. I think Woodland had the same thing that you don't you don't have to opt for surgery. But the hand thing, it's his left hand, and you can tell it's affecting everything he's hitting. He's just Huge hook I would, left. I would bet he's probably trying to just get through the Masters, see if he can tough it out, and yeah. then shut it down again. Until the, yeah. Who knows? Because they're saying... Shut like it down until the uh, Saudi Golf League starts up. Live Golf and uh, Invitational starts up in June. He, you, you can just tell he's just, like, frustrated yeah. with it. Like, not vocally. Right. Because, like, he was still making, like... He's he's a great putter. Like he had a lot of those like ten, fifteen foot par saves in the front front yep. nine. He did hole out for an eagle at one point. So yeah, like he's it's just crazy. If we ever gonna see like his a game, he could be that golfer that wins. Yeah, you know, runs off of, you know a couple majors in a year. But will we get that? Who knows? It's hard to say. It's, those are two injuries too. That like, it's not like. It's not like you can play without it affecting your game. Like it's not just pain management. Like it yeah. actually affects your game. Like his with a torn labrum like that, you, it's limited in how you can turn. So I mean, in, I mean, Grant's part of the course, but like he's been using the driving iron a lot now. Right. Like he's not even taking driver off the tee. Yeah. The course is definitely dictating that, but I also think the injuries are dictating that too. Yeah. Because he's just hitting huge hooks with his driver currently. Well, we will have to see what happens this weekend. Uh, we're gonna have we'll have a Masters preview pod coming early next week, and we got some some golf playing golf on Saturday. Yeah, and then I'll actually have some uh, some Florida golf on Sunday. A little travel for work, so you know I got to get some golf in. Where are you golfing? I am playing the uh, actually the home course of uh, No Laying Up. I am playing Jack's Beach Golf Club, in Jacksonville. 
I asked him what the secret was to uh, to the course, and he basically just said, avoid the hazards and you'll be fine. It's not overly tough. Thanks for the tips on every course. No, true. true. <laughs> well, some courses you can say, like, you know, left is better than right on every hole or something like that. But basically just don't hit in the water. Yeah. Which is always the case, but apparently that's the secret sauce to Jack's Beach. Hey. All right, so keep an, keep an eye out uh, for our posts on uh, Instagram and Twitter, at 100 underscore keep it under. So that's pretty much it for the golf. So let's uh, let's jump into March Madness again. It's, it's still going on. Yeah. I'm, I've kind of blocked out anything that isn't me physically golfing on a golf course right now. So my Well, it's tough when your bracket is just completely destroyed to, and you don't have like a rooting interest. Correct. So at this point, about, it's literally just betting. Yeah, and, and unless if you're a uh, you know a fan of blue bloods, basically, right? Who gives a shit? So I was uh, interested. I would have. It's hard to tell how surprised I was, but Duke and North Carolina have never played in the tournament before. You would think like with how how it appears that they put some of the matchups like in the second third rounds in there. Well, it's because they're usually both one seeds. Yeah, Outside true, like yeah. the last five or six that's years, true. they're both usually one or two seeds. Yeah, but they have down years. Like you would just think that, like for the number of times Duke and Michigan State have played, you would think that Duke North Carolina would have run into each other at some point. Most because like if nothing else in the Duke, final four, Duke, Michigan or the, State, those run that 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 falls into the matchup territory. Like if Michigan yeah. State is usually you know between a two and a five seed, they're going to try to place them where they can give them Duke again. Yeah, or North Carolina the. They force their hand by being a one or two seed every year. Yeah. Like, we talked about this last time, but Villanova is, has just been really impressive so far. Yeah. They just don't, they, they don't make mistakes. Like, and they just hit, they hit, they shoot threes at an alarming number. Yeah. Like, not just, not just make percentage, just that sheer volume that they put up threes. And they play good defense, and they make their free throws. Sounds pretty simple, right? It also is... Jay Wright kind of flies under the radar as like oh yeah the one of the best coaches in college basketball yeah. ever. He I always say. seems to push the right buttons with like when they switch to a zone and yeah the, the plays they're running on offense at the like just the time. It just seems like he's not talked about like Coach K has talked about Cal Pare. Yeah, well Roy Williams. And what about Izzo, uh, what about the Ben Jay Wright gets mentioned? What about the perennial choke artist uh, Bill Self? Yeah. Having a good run. They look really good, too. Yeah, unfortunately, they drew Nova. <clears throat> yeah. That'd be interesting. So, I am... Uh, my bracket's toast. All my Final Four's gone. My champion's gone. I'm uh, 10 and 12 in my plays for the tournament. Like, my official picks. Mm. Um, I really only have one. But I think in, in our conversation earlier, I think you've already talked me into Villanova. Yeah, but I'm gonna bet Duke. I don't like it, but I'm going to. If if I were to bet one of these two games, or I'm going to beat, I would take Nova. I don't really. Nova's have. getting points, right? But is it also four? I think so. Yeah. So if Duke Duke is there. minus four against North Carolina. I'm. North Carolina has been like sneaky good this whole tournament, so I don't really know what to make of that. Can you really say sneaky good for a team that's in the Final Four? Yeah, because they're an eight seed. I mean, that's yeah. also so that's four, and then Villanova's getting four and a half. I don't know how yeah, you, you can I don't get, know how if you, you can don't get take Nova that. like if Nova 
getting points, that's a safe bet. I, I just hate taking two bets. Because the odds of me going 2-0 and oh are very, very low. So I'm gonna ha- if I'm going to do that, I'm going to have to add a third bet. <laughs> so I'll probably end up Parlay ta- then. <laughs> I'll probably end up taking Nova, taking Duke, and then taking maybe the Duke North Carolina over. I don't even know what it is, but there's going to be a third bet in there because I'm at least going one and two. Yeah. I'm not going one and one. So it sounds like but, you're on a Duke Nova finals. Yeah. And I think Duke, the way Duke's playing right now, I think they're just too talented. They have four guys that can get to the basket. I think uh, they'll just make enough shots to beat Nova. I'd say Duke over Nova. So I think Duke wins, Duke Nova, but I would take Nova. Just for the fact of <clears throat> Nova has big guards. Mm-hmm. They can defend, they can shoot, they can drive. And when Michigan State was up six on Duke, it's because their big guard, A.J. Hogard, was driving to the hole, getting there pretty much at ease, and both of the big guards on Nova are light years ahead of A.J. Hogard. So yeah. Villanova to win it all. Okay. I don't hate it. It's third championship. Honestly, I hope North, honestly I hope North Carolina wins it all, but that'd be pretty cool. But anyway, what's their coach's first, name now? It's a Hubert Davis. Yeah, Hubert it? Davis. He's a first season, right? First season guy loves crying. He's oh, yeah. so happy for his team. I just saw this the genuine the high voice guy from St. Peter's just got a new job. He's at uh, the coach. Yeah, he left and went. I didn't. I was when I saw it earlier. Do you know the guy's name? Uh, he. I don't remember. I can't know his name off the top of my head. But I was, was like McDonald's All American. I was like, it's weird, the school that he went to because I feel like it's not that big. All right here, uh, Sheen Se- Holloway, Shaheen Holloway, Seton Hall. Seton Hall's a big school, is it? Yeah, that much bigger than St. Peter's. Yeah, he was also the star at Seton Hall in the nineties. Oh, uh, so he's going home. We mean that Seton Hall's in the Big East. They're a huge team. New Jersey team. Seton Hall's got some, some history. Well, that's, de- that's great. Bigger than St. Peter's. St. Peter's has an enrollment of 2,600. There what's are the, high schools around here bigger than St. Peter's. What's their mascot? The Peacock. You believe in the Peacocks, though. I mean, that's a great mascot. Do you think the uh, Doug follows him there? The mustached white boy? If he can get in. He might get a buttload of recruits after this run. I mean... It make I mean he's he's a good coach obviously yeah and going back to your alma mater's good so all right well Shane Holloway good yeah. luck to you sir good luck to you sir and uh, everybody enjoy the final four if you're getting out there and golf golf and uh, you know what to do keep it under a hundred. When you grab all your buds and you about to hit the links When you take out a club and you about to hit a swing What you gon' do? Shit, what you mean? Keep it under, keep it under, under hundred 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 We keep it under, a hundred